From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Carrie from Ovation Communication. Carrie, it's really nice to have you on. Thank you. Did I intimidate you by my instructions before? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> For those that are listening, I think you're saying everyone adds a, an S to your to your name and the company name it could be ovations ovations communications and then if my team really wants to annoy me they'll put s's in the middle of it it's oh, a, man. it's awesome so i did instruct brad right before we started i was like don't add an s and i could i was very careful <laughs> and i appreciate it so thank you absolutely no, so we leave off the s for savings i don't know if anybody out there remembers that <laughs> I love that it. old commercial. That was a New York mattress company commercial. That's amazing. So, Carrie, can you tell me a bit about what you guys are up to, who you are, and what you're doing? Absolutely. You don't want me to talk about the company name anymore? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, we are a communications skills training firm. We specialize in professional presence and speaker development. So we partner with a lot of learning and development or HR departments of companies and will come in and train their teams on anything from presentation skills to storytelling or executive presence. And then we also partner a lot with content managers, speaker managers, conferences, and we'll get lots and lots of speakers ready to look like rock stars and kick ass. When they're on stage. And then we also are able to take care of individuals too, who may come into the organization and say, Hey, I'm getting ready for this, or I'm on the precipice of an, of moving up in the company. And I, and I want to really up my game in terms of professional presence. So we'll help people as individuals as well. I love it. So what's your story? How did you get to be in this space and doing this? This space came to me-ish in that, so I have been a professional actor or actress since I was a kid. And so early in my, I don't want to say, I was going to age myself, so I don't want to do that. Sometime when I was living in New York and working as an actor, it became really clear to me that actors had important things to say to business professionals. I had actually gotten a sort of in-between corporate gig. I was doing sales for a payroll company and realized a lot of the stuff that came easy to me because of my acting experience and my time on stage and I'm really communicating with humans of all kind was stuff that was that that didn't come so easy to these really smart, well-educated sales professionals that I was working with. And I was like, why? Wow. How did, how does this person not know how to do this? This seems to me like very basic. And I realized it, it wasn't in their skill set the same way that it wasn't in my skill set to read a spreadsheet or something. Absolutely. Tell me a bit about the story of growing this company. So you, so you said, Hey, I'm going to do a company in this space. What did those early days look like and how did it go from there? Sure. So that was 13 years ago because we're in our 13th year and it started with just three of us. 
And the early days were me doing all the sales and lots of the training. And from there as engagements grew and uh, I have over the years morphed into much more, I'm, I'm now the CEO and <laughs> much more of the management of, of the ship really and not doing on the ground stuff. I still today get to do a lot of speaking engagements, which was really fun for me. And in terms of the training, I hand that over to the amazing, capable team that I've amassed of all professional actors. So I only hire professional actors to do all the training and coaching. I'm not 100% sure I answered your original question. <laughs> so if no, I, I love did, it. just let me know. I, so early on, you did the sales. And then what did that transition point look like when it started to become bigger than just yourself? I imagine you probably got a lot of those early sales from personal relationships. And then what did what was the next stage? Was it to have somebody do that? Whatever that looks like. So, yes, it's been a journey. We try, we've tried a lot of things. I am very much, I don't know if it's my whole philosophy, but very much of let's throw a lot of things on the wall and see what sticks. And there are certain elements of things that make stuff stickier for me personally. We, we tried bringing in a couple different salespeople, seeing how that worked. We brought in people from the team, actors from the team and trained them up at, as salespeople. That seems to be the most successful for us rather than bringing in outside sales. And then we have some really amazing trusted partners. It has been a lot of trial and error. It has been a lot of money, candidly, some wisely spent and some I don't want to think about because it hurts my soul sometimes. Absolutely. Any major lessons learned that you're like, wow, this worked amazing. And oh, man, we wasted so much time and money here and it didn't work. I Trusting my gut is really important that if it doesn't feel good to start, it probably is not going to be great. And I am very much from the philosophy of hire slowly. So whether that's a person or a partner or a vendor, bring on very slowly and fire quickly. Absolutely. I know for me, sometimes you're hiring people and you find a candidate, they're like 90% there, but you're like, I don't know about this, that. And you're like, well, ah, let's hire them anyway, because I'm tired of looking for someone. And I know for me, it always comes back to bite you. But yes. One thing you didn't feel good about rears its ugly head later on and it doesn't work yeah. out. <laughs> I think also first impressions are really important to remember because that has happened to me too. Of I've gotten a first impression of there was this thing and then that thing has come back to bite me later. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what What's an example of something like that for those out there that are thinking about this just frame of reference oh in terms of hiring and yeah like first impressions oh this person made a really good first impression or this person oh this kind of ticked the yellow flag in my mind and it later on came back yes yes so i remember some early conversations someone who's no longer with the organization and they were very i felt in the initial conversations stuck in the way that they were thinking about things. And it was very, 
linear and there was no derivation off the here is the process of how I do things and this is the process and I'm going to explain the process even though I've already told you four or five times I'm going to explain it again because I can't jump in at any point I have to go through this process and I thought that's interesting I'm a fan of processes also this might be good for us but somebody who can really process size that is not a word put things in order (laughs) and i haven't had enough caffeine at this point brad that is my biggest problem today so right i thought i thought okay they're going to really put it in order and this is going to be great we're going to have a a lot of things documented so that initial like oh they're so process focused and so have to follow this line of events and then uh And also that could be really good. What came back to bite me was cut to a year and a half later and there was no movement. There was no change. They weren't open to jumping in. They had to go always go through this process. And that, that was tough. Absolutely. I feel for myself, it, it's so much a balance between, oh, you want somebody that has new ideas but somebody that's humble to be like, okay, let me just see what's going on. And maybe we don't need to change this or that, or maybe I can pitch an idea here, but open-minded if it doesn't work. That's hard yeah. to find that balance because somebody might want to come in and change everything in the organization, although it doesn't need to be changed. Uh, but you don't want somebody to come in that has no ideas and doesn't do anything either. So right. yes. myself. It's- yeah. You absolutely want want ideas and you have to be open. That was a big lesson for me from a young building this company to where I am today, that business is very, it is ever changing. And um, and coming from an acting background, right? I predominantly do theater and musical theater. And you go in and you rehearse a show for a couple weeks or a couple months, depending on the gig. And then the show is done and it is your job to execute it as directed and tell this story the same way every day. And with business, it's not like that at all that it is changing, you have, it's a beautiful thing and also was a huge mindset shift for me. Oh, just because we were training this way a month ago, doesn't mean we're training this today or this significant thing happened in the world. So we've got to change the way that we're delivering things and the way we're talking about things. And that was a big lesson I needed to learn. Absolutely. Let's talk about content, LinkedIn, personal brand, all this stuff. Uh, you, you do a lot of things. You've done a lot of things when it comes to this. Anything that stands out that's, wow, this is like a really good use of our time with that. And anything that stands out that's, eh, I don't know if this one is quite what we want to be doing. I have, because as I said, I throw a lot of things at the wall and see if it sticks. LinkedIn, I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn. And I think it's important for personal brand. I think it's important for company brand. And I think it's important for company and human vibrancy. As a CEO, I get solicited all the time by, no offense, Brad, a lot of marketers, right? And they're always like, hey, we've got this cool thing and we're great and we're going to do it better. And one of the first thing, if it looks interesting and different, to me, the first thing I'll do is I'll go check them out on LinkedIn and see 
what they're doing. And if they're not, if there's not a presence or I cannot identify a real human behind the mass email or AI message I got on LinkedIn, uh, uh, that's not interesting to me. I'm not going to have a conversation with that person that's not even a person with that company. A robot. So, exactly. <laughs> so the having consistent content new, even if it isn't, maybe you're repeating something you've said or like offering some great nugget that's that you've said 5,000 times to have that out there and new and not recycled. And I'm not watching somebody from the early 2000s. I'm watching somebody who just recorded this or is doing a live. It it goes into my big philosophy of that I want to work with authentic people and that are that's ethical because if you're trying to pull one over on me immediately, I'm like, this is not an ethical situation and that there's trust. And so I think all of that can be built into <laughs> the content and what you're putting out there. I got invited to, this is I don't know, maybe a year or so ago, some sort of come check out our community. We're going to help you build your speaking business. Maybe I think about something for about booking me as a speaker and which I would love help with. I, and so they said, okay, well, here's our live, we're going to have a live webinar. We're going to tell you all about the program. And so I go on at the assigned time and it was very clear during, in the first few minutes of the webinar that it was actually recording and it wasn't live. And it was clear because the way that he at the time was talking about uh, COVID was a little antiquated. The way we were talking about it early and not now recently. And he kept saying, throw your comments, or he's asking all these questions, throw your comments in the chat and, and people are writing and he's, oh, so when Karina asked a question and I scrolled through all the participants and there was no one named Karina. And I'm like, this is total BS. And it made, it, it angered me and they lost all credibility. The end. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you gotta be, gotta be honest and trustworthy out there. That's not cool. So what's one of the most difficult things you've ever faced as a CEO and how do you overcome it? There's a lot that comes to mind, especially with the longevity of Ovation. I would say it is that because I get really emotionally invested, if you will, with the people that I work with, the clients, the team, and having the ability to be able to separate out something emotional, meaning I love this person. They are just a beautiful human and I think they're amazing and maybe they're not delivering the way that we need to. So I need to make some changes. Conversely, we've got a client and they're difficult and they are not maybe the kind of human I choose to hang out with on a Sunday afternoon. And I got to put my big girl hat on. <laughs> I don't know what that hat is, but it's big and say, okay, I'm going to put those feelings aside and get you the results you need for your team. Absolutely. And if you could go back in time and, and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would that advice be? What would you have to say to your younger self? 
Okay, are we, is this specifically about business? Because this could go in a million years. Business, life, anything. All right, on the business side, I would tell young Carrie that you have the capability and the smarts to handle it all and and dig in and learn every single aspect of the business now. Absolutely. Can you describe a time when you had to pivot strategy and how you went about doing that? Yes, and it is not the pandemic. I'm guessing a lot of people say pandemic. I don't know. A lot of them have, yes. Yeah, I listened to some of the episodes and it was a lot of, pand <laughs> a lot of pandemic happening. Yeah. It, it was that I had, especially on the, I had to meet clients and staff where they were. So working with actors whom I love and they are my people comes with expectations. Like I have to understand that every once in a while, you got to go film a commercial because that's another piece of your livelihood and we'll make it work on our end. Or you're going to be off my roster for six months because you're going on tour and congratulations. That is amazing. And then understanding on the, the client side where I had to pivot pretty early and it is still always a work in progress is when the client says, this looks great, what we'd like to do is move this around and deliver it like this and understand that we are the experts. And so that really sharing with them here in our experience, this has worked really well. And this is what we're going to do for your organization rather than saying, oh, okay, we'll give it a try your way. Cause that, that has come back to bite us. Absolutely. We get that too. Like customers want to do a specific way. And then it'll be like, why isn't this performing later? <laughs> and size of interesting conversation. Yes, yes. Any last words of wisdom, advice, things you have to say for those out there listening today? Again, I that's such an open and I want to be like, eat all the ice cream. That's something like, <laughs> eat the cheese, eat the ice cream. Of course, if you're dairy tolerant, let's find something else that you can enjoy in life. That it... I think if I'm going to drop something big here, it would be that this too shall shift. Everything is a phase in that the way that we're training now isn't going to be the same in two years. It wasn't the same two years ago or four years ago or six years. It's all, it all changes and we have to be aware of to uh, how to meet people with what they need. So whether that's surveys and asking people, what do they want? Listening to clients and understanding that some things are a one-off suggestion and others, if you start to hear the same thing a couple times, then you've got to look at how you need to shift. Absolutely. Carrie, it's been amazing to have you on. Thanks so much for joining today and sharing all your wisdom. You're very welcome. Absolutely.